0: Sunday, January 20, 2019, 10.20 a.m. My therapist asked, Is this what you were too embarrassed to tell me? And I said, Yes. I thought I'll save it for seeing you, but I then told you anyway. She said, Okay, thanks for sharing. How do you feel about it today? And I said, I can live with it and the consequences. We'll have to." She called me several more times, cajoling me to come back. I considered, but didn't. We ended up talking again late at night, though. I feel empowered when I enforce my boundaries. I am apprehensive about what I will consent to doing in the future if a better person or opportunity comes along. Sunday, January 20, 6.57pm. High C. Last night, I went home, and my parents and I went out to dinner. Had a great time, although I didn't get my milk tea fix. Random girl called me. I said I was out, but she can call me later. I went home, did my evening stuff, and random girl called. We were texting and then had phone sex. It was... She kept asking me to come over, and I said I won't go, because it's far and I'm already in my jammies. She allegedly pushed back her flight to New York and offered to get a hotel close to me. I refused. I liked being pursued, though. I woke up at 7 a.m., surprisingly early despite the late night I had, I had breakfast and rode my bike for a bit. I found out the hard way my winter cycling gloves aren't meant for sub-40s weather. I ended up bonding with a gentleman cyclist from the trails in the middle of texting you. Sorry. I kind of convinced him to do the MS-150 since he's riding a lot anyway. We exchanged numbers and I went on with my ride. I went home 20 miles before I meant to because my fingers were getting numb from the cold. I showered, got warm, and ate lunch. My mom wanted to spend time with me and I wanted her and my dad to at least walk so I took them and Casper to the mall. She bought me some clothes and milk tea. I just got home. I was almost afraid that if I went off alone, I'll be tempted to go to random girl's house as she's been texting me to come over since lunch. I kept begging off though. I'm going to take my dad to the observatory to watch the super blood wolf moon with me tonight. Arizona girl texted that she's been feeling down lately, so I texted her pictures of Casper today. I like myself a little less for seeing a random girl yesterday. I like that I was able to maintain at least some boundary. I'm afraid that I can't help but be aroused when I think of the encounter slash encounters with her and what she said she will do to me. It was a very clear and unequivocal PowerPoint presentation. I knew what I was potentially getting into when I met her yesterday. No one had a gun to my head. I certainly didn't need to do it. But it feels like I let myself down by consenting to something I didn't really want to consent to. Hence the guilt and the shame. Thanks, see? My therapist replied, A lot of emotions. You are overthinking all of this and being too hard on yourself. The overthinking isn't too bad. It allows you to look at it from all angles. You just need to make sure you don't get stuck in one spot. I said, Also, you're very kind to me even when I'm sometimes not. Thank you. I've been harder on myself lately. Need to brush up on my mindfulness and loving kindness meditation. Monday, January 21. 2019, 55 p.m. My therapist and I are meant to have a session on the phone. And she said, The wind and reception is bad, and you may have a hard time understanding me. Are you open to a conversation via text? It's not ideal, but better than nothing. I said I'm down and I'm willing to try. Are you? I appreciate that you're making it work, but I wouldn't want you to feel frustrated with technical stuff. She said I'm willing to try it. How have you been? I said, okay, if at any point it's not working, we can reschedule to a better time for you. My schedule is more accommodating of changes. I would like to talk anytime, yes, but I would like my therapist to be comfortable as well. I've been good today. I thought of E briefly, like 10 seconds or less, this morning, and I was distracted by random girl. She and I haven't texted since Sunday afternoon when I kind of just dropped her. Pretty happy about the super blood wolf moon with my dad last night. Driving home in the middle of nowhere at midnight, I got the sense that I was in love with myself or with life. I felt like I was dating myself and doing a great job at it. Worry about the gentleman cyclist, but it seems more innocuous than not. I'll see how it plays out, and I will shut it down if needed. She said, I love the statement about you dating yourself. Is Random Girl the one you visited in the middle of the night? And I said, The moon was the one I visited in the middle of the night, last night, sorry. (laughs) I was driving home from that when I had the dating myself thought. Random girl was during broad daylight, around 3 or so p.m. on Saturday. But yes, she is the random girl from the app. She said, okay, my times are wrong. Is she still contacting you, pursuing you? I said, not anymore, she stopped texting when I stopped. And she said, how are you feeling about all of that now? I said, I had an ongoing irrational thought that I was a sexual deviant. Throughout today, I gauged my physiological reaction to the thought of her and remembering what we did and what she said. It was less than Sunday but there was still a reaction. I'm tempted to go back, but it doesn't feel like it's moving forward in a healthy way. Plus, her fingernails were long, and I've always been intimidated by women with long and or painted nails. It's irrational too, I know. My therapist said, Hmm, first, tempted to go back for sexual pleasure, but aren't because you don't see it going anywhere? Long painted fingernails intimidate you. Why? I said, tempted to go back for sexual pleasure. Because her voice is just so sexy. And I want to practice on her. I don't really want to because it's not going anywhere. Except potentially lots of sex. She smokes. And there's an ick factor there. And her nails. Also, it feels like I'm going to be settling. It started in college, and I wasn't even that gay yet. But also the logistics of lesbian sex. Long nails is equal to ouchies. My therapist said, That was my first thought about the nails, but I wanted to make sure there wasn't anything more behind it. So if you went back to... And I said yes. And she said, And you are against that reason. And I said... Yes, and the smoking, and the fact that my fingers smelled like her despite repeated hand washing, and I almost didn't want to go, but I did. I was afraid that I just gave in. She asked me, do you regret going? I said, and the stranger danger. She could be lying about diseases, and I don't regret going. It's just a... distraction, or a very complicated way to procrastinate. My therapist said, yes, either of those could be true. And it created more therapy work for us, I said. And she said, ha ha, it definitely created something that you can try to beat yourself up over or be hard on yourself for. Why do you do that? I said, Hmm. sexual deviance that's a half joke you would tell me if I'm sexually deviant but honestly I don't know why I'm so hard on myself maybe I feel like I need to be harder on myself so I can be motivated to be better the opposite is also true one can be motivated by love as well so I don't know I remember you telling me I turn my anger towards myself when I mentioned I'm not angry at other people. Maybe it's because I know I can and should control myself, and I'm frustrated when I can't. She said, so you consider having any sexual contact with anyone that you are not in a committed relationship with as a lack of self-control, correct? I said, yes and I really liked not having control in that instance. I knew I didn't want it, but I kind of really did. I'm okay with sexual contact without a committed relationship, as long as I knew I wanted it and I chose it. What happened with Laura was almost akin to consensual non-consent. She said, Hmm, why are you beating yourself up over it? You had said that it made you realize you did know what you were doing after being told for years that you didn't. Now by no means I am telling you to go out and find random people and have sexual encounters with them. But you already met up with random girl. So let's chat about what you learned. I said, I knew before I that I was good in bed. It frustrated me to no end that she wasn't as sexual as I was but I rolled with it because she was my partner. And then she said, so what are you learning about yourself? And I said, I have this flaw. I couldn't say no when I wanted to. I could have just turned around. My therapist said, what makes you think you didn't want to? And I said, took one look at her nails and wanted to nope out of there, but I didn't. I was too polite to skedaddle and then I was in the moment and I enjoyed it. Then beat up myself over it after. I enjoyed the phone sex afterwards. I enjoyed her telling me she wanted to buy me slash us toys and use it on each other. She wanted to do other things. I like the idea of it. My therapist goes, in the moment hmm, sounds like a good place to be. And I said, ha ha, touche. But she's wrong for me at this time. And she said, I know, and she doesn't have to be. What I'm getting at is that you did something that made you feel good. You didn't rob a bank or hurt anyone. If you don't want to do it again, then fine. But we can't go back and review all the things we did wrong and how to change it. You can only do better next time. And I said, I kind of want to do it again, but I know I tend to overdo things. Just conflicted about it and judging myself for seemingly self-destructive behavior. She said, Why do you kind of want to do it again? Simply for the sexual pleasure? And I said, yes. And she said, And the self-destructive behavior is what? Losing control? And I said, engaging in a with someone I'm not that attracted to, who is apparently also unavailable, lives in New York, but comes down to Houston often. I'm going to her to stroke my own ego that she wants me. And she said, I think you're right. How does that feel when someone likes you and wants you? I said, extremely flattering. Gratifying, but I'm wary of getting back into that high and activating the codependent person in me. She said, I don't want you to either. Feel flattered and go with it. You don't need to start a relationship with her. You don't even need to go back. Just remember the feeling and let it boost your confidence. Confidence. And I said, ha, okay, I won't go back then. Permission to add an extra layer of protection and text you if I feel like the urge to go back is overwhelming? And she said, permission granted. I'm not going to tell you not to go or to go. I'm just saying that you needed something. You got it. Take it. Don't turn something that could boost your confidence into something that makes you upset with yourself. Again, I am not trying to push you into having sex with strangers. But take what you can get from an experience that has already happened. I said, I don't think any therapist worth their salt, and you so very are, will ever push a patient into having sex with strangers. Thank you, see, confidence boosted. And she goes, haha, well, thank you. I just wanted to make sure I was making myself clear. I said, oh, you are. And if you're not, we can clarify easily. It's past six. Is this to be our first two-hour session, or are we to end now? Also, how did we do texting? And she said, I will need to end now, but it was okay. Better than not touching base. But I still like meeting in person better. I said, I agree. We'll see you Thursday, though. Thanks again for making accommodations. And she said, thank you for being flexible. Tuesday, January 22, 2019. 6, 18 p.m. Hi, C. I didn't sleep well last night. I kept waking up thinking of phone sex with a random girl. And thinking about sending her a message. I feel bad that I was flaky and I freaked out on her about performing oral. I knew I wouldn't have minded anything if I truly liked her. I feel bad that she was considerate of my hesitation and offered alternatives but I still pulled away. I had somewhat lied And said I wasn't mentally ready to go down on her. And she said before that, if I've been thinking about it this much, then I'm ready. The the truth was I'm just wary of a stranger's bodily fluids. I didn't realize I craved this so much. I dreamt that I went into a school supply store to buy pens for my niece and nephew I noticed fancy fountain pens that I don't want, but couldn't go around the displays to get around to where I needed to go. I found a way through the service area eventually. My car was parked on a steep incline, and it slid around. I was looking for a rock to use as a wheel track, but couldn't find any. The car turned into a motorcycle, which I'm happy about, it was still sliding around while parked and never rode the motorcycle. I woke up well before my alarm. Thoughts of random girl crept in while taking care of Casper and having breakfast. I am bargaining with myself that I can handle relations over just the phone, but I know that I will event- inevitably win the argument with myself if I do that and It'll lead to something physical once I vet her properly. I can feel myself lowering my standards with this bargaining business and it's not good. I almost had to text you because I wanted to send a message to her on the app and talk again. I didn't, but I thought about it a fair bit today. Rereading our session yesterday reeled me in and I was able to finish what I wanted to finish today. I got ready and left to go study. I went to have some pants altered, picked up my mail from my PO box, and found a nice postcard from an acquaintance in Estonia with birthday wishes. My Italian friend and I talked on the phone a bit too. I felt happy about all of that. I wished I decided to ride my bike because the weather is perfect but I'm starting to not be able to afford spontaneous long saddle times because of studying. Gentleman cyclist is not a gentleman after all, and I can't let what he says fly over my head anymore, so I am pulling the plug. I recognize that since I seem happier and more confident, I seem a bit more likable to people, and I'm even more open. A lady at the cafe kept making eye contact, smiling, and playing with her hair, and I think flirted with me a bit today when we talked briefly. She asked if I wanted to dance with her when I excused myself to get to the outlet beside her, and we had a good laugh. Confidence boosters everywhere. It's all just a little inconvenient, albeit fun. I remember a time when happiness from being with E had the same effect on me, and random stranger encounters increased significantly. I like that the happiness and confidence are coming from within now. I'm working on updating my journal now, and it's a little difficult to face but doable. Social bike ride tonight might not happen because of rain. Thanks, E. Wednesday, January 23, 2019, 5:53 pm. Hi C. Last night, I went straight home. I had dinner, showered, relaxed, etc. I considered watching TV, but I noticed the silence in my room, and I spent some time lying down listening to it. I didn't sleep well last night either. It was better than yesterday. Feeling more rested. I dreamt I was parasailing near a beach in a rural area. There was something blocking the tether to the boat, and I couldn't continue. The beach was evacuated, and the manager gave me a refund four times what I paid. I took it. I then went to my endocrinologist. I forgot to do the lab work she asked me. It appears I work for her, too, and I'm assigned a chair. Hmm. I woke up well before my alarm again. It was cold and rainy, but I took care of Casper, had breakfast, and prepared my lunch. Arizona girl and I texted a bit. She went on a road trip to Nevada. I told her to try being in the moment, and she loved the idea. I said my therapist is a big fan of it, too. She said she doesn't think I talk too much. I said that in response to her complimenting me that I'm so good with words. And that she doesn't talk enough. We shared plans for the day, and I got ready to leave. Topped up my air and my tires, because it's been cold, camped out at cafe to study. I procrastinated by acknowledging the notes I received in the mail. I also found an online journal that I did from 10 years ago. Reading it was bittersweet. It was from the transition time between my ex-boyfriend and I. I was much more angry and easily frustrated than and I had documented a string of flirtations with different girls from a lesbian chat room I regularly joined before. I was thinking about Random Girl too, Trying to dismiss my reactions as related to hormones and loneliness, I sent her a message on the app. She hasn't replied. I keep telling myself that I am worth more than whatever it is i'm seeking with a random girl and all this detracts from my current goals it used to be that being in a committed relationship prevented me from doing something like what i did i'm trying to pretend that the committed relationship that i am in is with myself i just have to really internalize that Because that encounter was not an act of self-love. Perhaps it was a desperate attempt to give myself something I've been needing through whatever means, though. Still at the cafe. Pleased that I finished a day's worth of videos and questions, and I'm working on another day. Happy that a barista didn't charge me for some chocolates I wanted to try. I shared them with the barista anyway and had a nice little talk. I'm going to a yoga class later tonight after dinner. I'm happy that I've come so far, but I'm thinking about ways to still improve myself in my life. I know it's a long process, so I'm not being mean to myself over it. Just trying to live as much as I can. Thanks, C. Looking forward to 10.30 tomorrow. Thursday. January 24, 2019, 6.12 p.m. Hi, C. I didn't sleep well last night again, but I think I found the culprit. I switched drinks, and the barista said she may have been caffeinating me. The past days, it was because of Random Girl, though. I'm feeling a lot better about it now. Just another step in self-discovery. After seeing you, I went home. I helped my parents with some paperwork, cooked and ate lunch, and spent a few minutes watching Casper pick fights with birds in the trees. I was feeling off still. I thought I prepared myself for today, and I thought I would power through, but I just stalled. I've never discussed my exploits to a non-partner as openly as I did in therapy, and it was still new. It was a new edge I'd I'd, have found. I was almost glad that we had the text session. I will have to get comfortable with discussing it and other bodily functions in a productive way in the future. I was afraid that I might embarrass myself by getting turned on while discussing Random Girl. I didn't, thank goodness, and it's the second day of my period today, so maybe that's why I'm off. I'm blaming hormones, but I acknowledge that as seemingly open as I am, there are parts of myself that are hard to look at. I felt like I had a boil, and I was showing my doctor the boil and asking her what she thinks. I've never had a boil in my life, but... I imagine that's what it would feel like showing you a dark side of me, like I had a gruesome disfigurement. I, my ex, was too open to others about her sex life before. She once threw a dildo onto our bed while her brother and his wife were lounging about, and I was appalled. She liked to shock people in general. And would occasionally brag about how high my sex drive was, and her lack of it, to her friends or her siblings. She said she did that because she was proud of me and our relationship. I realized now that it was so she could brag about her power over me. I headed out to go study. I felt the urge to turn around and go to the Natural History Museum and look at dinosaurs until they didn't scare me anymore. I felt like running off to a different city for the weekend. I recognized the procrastination, the wanderlust, and the urge to run away. And I told myself I'll just schedule some time to go next week if I still feel like it. I'm still having trouble keeping up with my written journal. I studied anyway and I'm still here. I think I need to go on a bike ride tonight to remind myself that I should love and accept me more. There's a social ride downtown. Thank you. Friday, January 25, 6.42 p.m. Hi, C. Last night was wonderful. I went home, loaded my bike, and headed downtown to St. Bernard's, where this bike crew meets for their Thursday social. I hung out with a couple of people I know, and made so many new acquaintances. The ride leader introduced himself and welcomed me to the crew. About 50 or so people rode out. It was so much fun. I even allowed myself to down half a can of beer because there was no food being served at the midpoint. And my friend said I can have some liquid sustenance instead. Seemed like a good idea as I didn't have time to grab dinner. I still got food from another place because I was already on my way with a new acquaintance. I felt so light again while riding, and now whatever it was I was upset about seems so far away. I was having such a good time, even when I ran into a pothole and my tire burst. No less than eight people stopped and changed my tire for me. I think this will be how I will get my weekday miles from now on. I got home at 1130 and slept after a quick shower. I woke up refreshed and two hours passed my alarm. I guess it was the caffeine that got me after all. It's Casper's birthday so after breakfast I took him to the pet store to get treats. I had my bike looked over by the bike shop and it's all good. I got gas. Went home to help my dad with some paperwork. And had lunch out to celebrate Casper being six today. It's a beautiful day for a nice lunch on some patio. We walked around. Got Casper more treats. Went home. Took car to the mechanic for minor repairs. And I just got home again. I'm going to a bike event tonight. And see because they have free bike fits i'm gonna go get my bike tweaked studying is scheduled for saturday afternoon after training i still feel so light and happy right now random girl and everything slash everyone else will just be like a beautiful song i once heard but didn't quite get the title to maybe one day i'll hear the song again and maybe I'll hear a similar or better song in the future, and it'll stick. I've forgiven myself for what I did. There wasn't much to forgive in the first place. Thanks, C. Saturday, January 26, 6.27 p.m. Hi, C. I went to the bike event last night and had lots of fun. I saw a couple of bike mechanics that I know from around town, and we checked on each other. Talked about rides and bikes. Met some ride leaders from different cycling groups. Listened to safety and nutrition discussions at the bike clinics. Didn't get a bike fit, but said I'll come back when it's not busy. Productive evening, but I was almost too tired to study the maps and load up my gear for the next day. I did it all anyway. I woke up an hour and a half too early. I was too excited and distracted to go back to sleep so I decided I'll try to relax by playing. I read random girls' messages from before and I didn't even keep track slash I lost count but I had fun and finally got back to sleep. Alarm didn't go off and I overslept, but I still made it to the starting point on time. I had a grand time riding around the quiet country roads. It was a magnificent day and I couldn't ask for better weather. I loved interacting with people in the group who I am getting to know on on and offline. A bit of sadness came upon me when I went through some roads that reminded me of east part of town. For some reason, it's her I think about more while riding in the country. It must have been because I started riding again extensively around the same time we started dating, and she liked that I cycle. I told myself I can control what I think about, and just pedaled happily away. I loved listening to the sound of my bike on the road as I zip along. I loved saying hello to the cows. I made eye contact with a few of them. I got sad by all the roadkill. I found my preferred cadence and speed on flats. I noticed I was getting faster and I am not uncomfortable. I still need to work on speed. I didn't even mind being led astray by a group of 40 mile route people when I was on the 50 mile route. I was happy that I knew and felt I could have gone farther. I went home, had lunch, and went on an unscheduled trip with my dad to the mechanic again. It wasn't very fruitful, and I got frustrated with him for making inappropriate comments to the mechanic, who was friends with my parents, about me and my personal life. Cars are fine, at least. I went to the dog park with Casper and took a shower when I got home. I have a raging headache because my sugar levels are high. I didn't take my meds for the ride, but I should have taken them at lunch and I didn't. Lesson learned. I finally got to the cafe a while ago. I feel tired after the shower, but this should get me to relax more. Studying until past dinner, and then I'm going to let myself have a proper rest. I found out my barista friend has been upgrading my drink because she remembered months ago that I didn't want the upgrade because I get charged extra. I started to protest, and she went, tut tut, please just let me be nice to you. So I will. Thanks, C. Feeling worn out by the day, but I'm feeling pretty good.